Hello, and welcome to Win Stupid Prizes, the show where we ask the questions that nobody thought were worth asking. I'm Eddie, and I'm joined today by three nerds in a trench coat, and they are Paul. Brand, I get a bit at the top, that's amazing. <laughs> Jamie. I'm not doing the leg, so I guess I'm the belly? And our judge this week is Alex. I'm soon to have very big bash issues. <laughs> Better not skip leg day. Before you develop those back issues, what question have you got for us this time, Alex? Well, as you may be aware, I'm a massive fan of the Disney slash Square Enix crossover series Kingdom Hearts. What? Partially because it's so silly. So they, they have recently announced a new game, and I'm kind of tired of the current discourse. So basically, our boy Sora travels to like different worlds based on different Disney films. But all that speculation is like, oh, are they going to go to Star Wars? Are they going to go to Marvel? I don't care. They'll do what they do there. Sure. What I really want to know is your wild ideas. Let's just not make it restrained by Disney. What world should Sora, our nice boy, and all his friends go to? Okay, not the most off-the-wall idea, but I think Sora should go to... Shrek's Swamp is what I'm going to call it because I don't know the name of the universe. Yeah, <laughs> Specifically the swamp? Or are, are you trying to take everything in? Like The world as a whole because we're going to go back to the original movie and we're going to have to like topple Farquaad and go and rescue a princess from a castle and maybe there'll be a mini game about seducing a dragon at some point. Haven't quite figured that one out how that fits into a... <laughs> Sometimes they rename the name of the worlds so it's like the Caribbean is the name for Pirates of the Caribbean but the first game called it Port Royal so it's like Shrek's Swamp Sure, if we go somewhere else. I, I think I said sex swamp. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good set of words. If that's what they're going to call it, my word. Shrek's swamp is like a good name for the world. In the next Kingdom Hearts, the world is called, oh, is it Far Far Away? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so as you progress through the series. Although Far Far Away is too fairy tale because all of Disney is fairy tales. Hmm. Maybe that's a problem. I wonder how you introduce it, because it could just be a separate world that they end up travelling to. But it's also that sort of, they turn up there in this sort of a weird version, not a weird version, but like Cinderella, but not Cinderella. And it's sort of like, I'm damn sure I've seen you before, but not 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 this way. Something's wrong. Like Th this is yeah. weird. There's something not quite right here. Everyone's a bit splodgy and 3D, but not in a good way. Sora learns the tropes of the genres. Like, wait, we've done this all before. I know how to solve this problem, and it just doesn't yeah. work because it's the Shrek universe, and Fiona isn't helpless. For example, I've just had the image of the opening sequence. Like Sora goes through, I don't know, a pipe or something. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> we don't really know. They kind of beam down like Star Trek, but we don't see that. Don't see that. Don't worry about it. It goes through a pipe. Uh, and we fade to uh, a shack looking like a wooden shack looking thing. We hear a flushing noise. <laughs> <laughs> As somebody once told me, door slams open, out walks Sora with his little Shrek ears, green skin, <laughs> keyblade in hand, toilet paper on his big ass feet. <laughs> I was actually going to say, I don't think toilet humans are a big thing in Kingdom Hearts, and, and I don't know how well the mouse is going to react to that, but nonetheless, it's, it's an introduction. <laughs> it's a very different door to darkness, this one. <laughs> oh, just, uh, I was going to ask, with regards to that, does this mean they have to license all-star absolutely if you get the shrek license you're gonna get the all-star wait is it a musical world oh that'd be so good oh my gosh it could be a musical world the fights and stuff are all set to like monkey songs or whatever they use oh i was gonna argue there's a rhythm game in one of the previous kingdom hearts oh now that's good uh, and everyone hates it yeah. but <laughs> it could be for the shrek world we could have the rhythm game world returns and most of the action sequences at least in the original shrek are set to songs hmm. and so i think that translates really really nicely you gotta have badass fight music and instead we're just gonna have i'm a believer playing in the background <laughs> is it i'm a believer in the first one i can see the fight scene in my head definitely in the first one i don't know if it's specifically in the fight scene because there's the fight scene in like the ring where shrek's trying to prove himself to be the person who should go off and or is he trying to prove himself there's a fight scene in a boxing ring for someone to like win the championship and shrek wants to talk to farquad but farquad's doing it to like pick out which person should go and save fiona Oh yeah, he just yeah, like it's more like a gladiator ring. Yeah, it's like a battle royale style. It's it's more of a um Dragon Ball if you get knocked out the ring, you're out <laughs> scenario, I think. Except there's a hundred fighters rather than two. 
Yeah, it's, it's definitely a melee. And he just wanders through, doesn't he? Yeah. But I don't think Kingdom Hearts needs another arena fighter zone. We'll have plenty of those already from Olympus, but, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, that could be the opening sequence to how you find Shrek sort of thing. Sora wanders into town and just sees this Hulk of a man win this fight effortlessly. And it's like, wow, you're strong. I want to be friends with this strong, clearly human man. Takes off the helmet. Yeah, but I've also decided that Sora was an ogre previously, so I'm not quite sure how that's going to pan out. I do have a question about... <laughs> Sora wanting to be friends with Shrek, or not friends, but um, yeah. who would be the companion here? Because in a lot of Kingdom Hearts worlds, at least the ones with combat, if it's a rhythm game, ignore this. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. if we're doing a normal sort of Kingdom Hearts world, often a character joins the party, and often it's a main character, but sometimes it's a bit more off the wall. Okay. The reason I'm bringing this up is there's Donkey, who's known as a companion in the universe. I was considering Donkey for that reason. And does that mean that we're following Shrek mm. with Donkey, or are we replacing Shrek. You could be doing a story that like is tangential to Shrek's and like cross over every now and then and then Shrek's like I'll go this way and do a thing you go that way and do a different thing and yeah. we'll meet back here or whatever mm. and so you have overlapping storylines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a mini game where you're trying to help Donkey find the blue flower with red thorns. Oh yeah. Oh man that's a good reference. And then you get to have the um, seduction side quest with the dragon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then that makes sense why Sora is an ogre as well and it makes sense hmm. why then Shrek would trust him rather than have to have a we don't want to have like a getting to the story quest where you have to become friends with Shrek that's not interesting let's just start with friends with Shrek get to the good stuff yeah yeah. it is interesting where you could try and slot the Sora character within the Shrek storyline without it actually disrupting that storyline significantly there isn't actually that much time the problem you describe is a problem in Kingdom Hearts as a whole. Uh, <laughs> they overcome it by mostly ignoring it. Sometimes they manage it, sometimes they don't. Look, like, in the regular Shrek storyline there are trials and tribulations, and in Kingdom Hearts there are, like, Heartless and things that show up, yeah. and so Shrek's like, we're getting attacked by villagers and also Heartless, I'll deal with the villagers, you deal with the Heartless. Or maybe the other way around, I don't know, maybe we'll do a switcheroo. <laughs> <laughs> you kill these people, I'll deal with the weird monsters. Yeah, you go commit mass murder on the <laughs> villagers i will go beat up those weird shadow things yeah good plan we are the good guys okay so i haven't actually played three but i understand that they changed the combat system a tiny bit so that you end up with some sort of super ability based thing and that's dependent on your companion they're not depending on the companions but yeah you can just randomly like summon teacups it doesn't really make much sense they did add a lot of disney rides so in the previous games you like you selected a command and then you teamed up with your ally uh, in this one it's kind of more like sometimes they'll just say hey i'm ready to do something and it's like oh i'm gonna throw goofy up in the air and slam him down into my enemies I think that regardless of who your companion is in Shrekland, the superpower is obviously Big Fart. Okay, <laughs> Big Fart. Permitting yeah. to it. It's the, the Wario in Smash. <laughs> okay, so how does Sora implement that? Uh, he does a big fart. Oh, no, he does. Right, okay. He, he, isn't, he isn't getting the companion to do it. It's just... If Shrek was a companion, you could have Shrek lie down and jump on him. Maybe, like, Donkey is the companion, feeds him some waffles or something, and Onions. then... And, well, he does say in the morning, I'm making waffles. So mm -hmm. <laughs> Donkey feeds him some relevant foods. Maybe it's grubs, maybe it's onions, maybe it's waffles, maybe it's an onion grub waffle. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I hate it. Okay. And then Sora goes, oh, that was a big tasty meal, and rubs his belly goes oh no and then big fart happens and all the heartless get blasted away maybe sora is just super reluctant to eat grubs so he has to then go to the lion king world and learn a lesson from <laughs> simba and then comes back and it's like i'm ready i have the power of grubs you've learned the power eat grubs has to go talk to timon and pumbaa and learn it from them yeah <laughs> i need a separate side quest in a different world because i can't eat the food in this one <laughs> i mean sometimes you go back and forth between places right yeah you did it in two you didn't in three so it depends yeah fair it's on the table it's on the table to go and do something else or you do it in the next game it's like oh i really need to visit hercules for the fifth time hello again do not <laughs> i mean hercules is like the best disney movie so i understand why they keep going back <laughs> it's always the same thing well it's different bits of hercules but they kind of run out of bits of hercules at this point yeah they have ran out of bits of hercules that's the problem <laughs> but it's where the arena fight is so they keep going back yeah could you have multiple companions over the case of a world yes you can so like in mulan you had 
Mulan who wasn't Mulan to start with. You had Ping, and then Ping revealed themselves to be Mulan. Right, yeah. Because there are a lot of characters in Shrek that I think would make good companions. Like, you've got Puss in Boots, you've got Fiona, you've got Pinocchio, you've got Gingy. I was going to make an argument for Donald looking like Pinocchio. Oh, that's pretty good, though. And then Goofy can be Gingy. No, hang on. <laughs> you can do that on multiple visits. You could have, in the first game, you're doing Shrek 1, and therefore you're with Donkey, and you're going on the original quest to save Fiona. And then, in the next Kingdom Hearts, they go back to the Shrek world, and you do Far, Far Away, and the villain's the fairy godmother... Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's where they introduced Puss in Boots, right? In that yes. one? I think the heist of the potion lab is a good one for, for the second film. Oh, that is good. Right, yeah, there's some points in. So you could do three... Sorry, you could do four visits. Yes, there are four Shrek films. Yeah. I'm mm. liking lots of visits to Shrek World and different companions in each. Mm. And you get Shrek as the companion in the final one. <laughs> or do you get Warrior Fiona in the final one? I think we could even go, like, send Terror there and get Lord Farquaad to go, hey, you should find the Muffin Man, uh, because Terror <laughs> often gets tricked by the villain to do the evil thing because he's just such a dumbass. <laughs> he's my favourite dumbass. So we're starting Shrek in the prequel sequence Terra's back now so oh Terra's back oh okay so I, I haven't played three either you've both played more than me spoilers for Kingdom Hearts <laughs> basically everyone's back uh, the, the ending of three was everyone's back apart from apart from the people that are not yeah all the goodies are back and most of the baddies are also back because recompletion don't ask. Because you could never get rid of anything, because if the fans like it, you have to revisit it repeatedly. It's a Disney game, no one can die. <laughs> they can go away. They can go away, but they'll come back. And lose their shirts for some reason. Or get naughted, who knows. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that that's like a modern sort of fairy tale world. I think though that we can open up the range of worlds you can go to, because I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest the nineteen thirty-nine classic, The Wizard of Oz. Oh wow. Oh my gosh, I love it. So there's there's a lovely variety of characters. You've already been railroaded as a story plot because like, literally you're just following the road. Like you have to follow the yellow railroad. Really easy to develop for. There isn't really a side quest. Guess what you're doing? You're going along the road. Heartless pop up every now and then. You beat them up. I mean, there is a side quest. It's go and visit the Wicked Witch. Which, hey, Maleficent is one of the major anti. Well thinks she's one of the major antagonists of this game and she's a wicked witch so great or she could team up with the wicked witch exactly <laughs> hang on a minute isn't is, is, isn't in the oz world it's like the wicked witch of the west slash east slash north slash south yeah there's wicked witch of the west of the east there's the good witch of north and south i think there's two good and two yeah unless you've watched wicked in which case it's a bit yeah <laughs> yeah you know, characters have nuance it turns out also, I've looked a little bit into the other books and it gets a bit weird because the world goes beyond Oz. It's a full fantasy world. I'm also sort of interested as to how Goofy and Donald will inter interact with the world. Oh. Because like Donald, is he, he's trained by Merlin. Isn't that his thing? He gets really excited when you go to Merlin's tower. Donald's the magic user, isn't he? He is a magic user. I'm trying to remember who he's trained by. So Merlin is hanging around in the Final Fantasy world. I don't think Merlin trained Donald. Donald's is the court magician for Mickey Mouse's court, of course. Mm. Of course. So I think he was just trying to train there. That's fair. I have this vague memory of like there being a wizard tower and Donald being incredibly excited to get into it. That was on the way to see Yen Said, yeah. who is the person from The Sorcerer's Apprentice, oh. which is Mickey's Keyblade Master, of course. Yes. There we go. I reckon Donald learned all his magic via Magic the Gathering. That seems like a likely plot point. <laughs> <laughs> but I would be really interested to know how what that reaction would between Donald and the Wizard of Oz is, because the Wizard of Oz is, is, a, is a massive fraud. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I nearly forgot about that plot <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, it can be a major point with the characters, the reason they come to the Wizard of Oz world, or Oz, with the the reason they come here is because they each have a thing they want to get and so they all ah. go to the wizard and then it turns out the wizard's a fraud and they have to realize that they had it all along or whatever because hearts sora loses his heart donald is a coward loses his courage yeah so that makes sense and goofy is perfect doesn't need anything <laughs> <laughs> it's heart brain and is it courage? Heart, brain, and courage, yeah. Yeah. The Triforce. Heart, brain, and courage. <laughs> we are suggesting we literally kick out all of the assorted plotline characters of the Scarecrow, Tin Man, and Lion. Yeah. I mean, it's quite a nice start if Sora lands, is like, we're not in Kansas, I mean Kingdom Hearts anymore. <laughs> and then it's like, where's Donald and Goofy? I bet to go and find them. 
and all the munchkins are like, you better follow the elevator road, you idiot, because there's no other way to go. And then you meet them <laughs> along the way, like Dorothy does. Yeah. And yeah, you that's like the side quests off the elevator road are refinding Donald and Goofy. The other side of it is that our heroic trio arrive in a big flying house that crushes the other three characters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. Just that's do a, a casual slaughter. Oh, wow. <laughs> like all of their feet just sticking out. So is Dorothy the companion and then Sora, Donald and Goofy are... Uh, Tin Man, Scarecrow, and Cowardly Lion. Yeah, that's the other option, right? Because there's three of them. Dorothy can meet the three characters along the way. Yes. So Dorothy, of course, meets Sora after meeting the Good Witch. And then Sora is like, I'm looking for my friends. And also, I've lost my heart for some reason. (laughs) It's very funny. In Kingdom Hearts, they have those big clown feet looking shoes. Mm. Very funny to crush the witch and just have, like, the red slippers poking out with these massive (laughs) toe ends. Oh dear. Talking about the imagery, I really like, you know, the Wicked Witch has those like flying monkey allies yes. that she sends after them, making them into heartless versions of those. That's a cool image. I think this is really actually just genuinely a strong pick. Also, the word heart comes up, which is really important. Hearts are incredibly important in Kingdom Hearts and Sora can definitely be like, oh, I need someone to teach me about hearts or I've lost my heart because of some bullshit. He's already lost his heart once, but don't question it. <laughs> I think the main thing that Disney Disney's realising quite now is that they've, they've stepped back away from their sort of edutainment aspect. And I think they're going to try and step that forward again in Kingdom Hearts 4. So I think there's clearly a nice educational tone that can be come through with the copious amounts of asbestos that will be present <laughs> within... <laughs> <laughs> It's set outside. <laughs> no, no, all, all of the snow was flakes of asbestos. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Oh, I forgot about oh my that. Gosh. It was absolutely chronic. You're right. That film was a nightmare for everyone involved. Oh, so Sora turns up in the studio. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> and learns about the effects of asbestos on a film set. Sir, are you aware that you've got a tumour in both of your feet? They are not meant to be this size. <laughs> <laughs> There's also, I'm just going to think about it. The Yellow Brick Road is a concept in the setting that you could continue over into another world. Oh. Either it could lead somewhere important. Because a bit like, mm. uh, is it Twilight Town that has the train to Yen Sid's Tower? Yep. Yeah, so sometimes they will plonk an important location into another world Mm. and having the yellow brick road lead to somewhere the characters need to go, it doesn't have to necessarily be Emerald City, although it can be, of course. Mm. Well, it might just continue on through Emerald City and you... Yeah, to a location they're trying to get to. Because the whole story is about a journey, you can take that and put it on a journey that the main characters of Kingdom Hearts have to do Mm. and then do Wizard of Oz along the way. Mm. It would also make a good, like, tutorial-ish world because you could go well you don't have your gummy ship because reasons because it crashed mm. and you have to go to the wizard of oz to sort out the heart thing and then he'll be like oh yeah my balloon will fix your gummy ship or something and then you can go off and you can do all the free stuff he's just got a gummy ship that's how he got to he's oz just got a gummy- oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> i came to oz at this gummy ship yeah other gummy <laughs> ships exist it's not just sora right they're, they're yeah. a general thing yeah it doesn't come up much to be honest, the gummy ship is not explored as much as it might need to be. Probably because they're aware it's a big plot hole. <laughs> but also I find the gummy ship sections rubbish. Yeah. And I just I just don't like doing gummy ship stuff. There so. are other ways to traverse the worlds which involve darkness. That's why Mickey Mouse wears that cool cape. Yeah. And now there's the yellow brick road. And we're going to pave the yellow brick road between the worlds to allow you to traverse them without darkness. I won't go into the actual lore about that because it's <laughs> too nerdy. We don't have time. <laughs> Also, we don't have time. Look, in the mobile game that's canon for the plot, Mm. dot, dot, dot. The mobile game's canon? The mobile game is canon. Oh, no. Are there any Kingdom Hearts games that aren't canon? There are, but it's like Kingdom Hearts for the V-Cast or something, which was like an old Nokia phone. (laughs) Kingdom Heart Warriors by Koei Tech or whatever. Kingdom Hearts Snake from a Nokia 3000. Uh, The other image I really like about Wizard of Oz is in the film, it it was the first colour film? Yes. And so they have that fade from the sepia tones to full colour when she enters Oz. I think that could be a cool plot point for Kingdom Hearts, being like it starts in sepia tones and you like either earn back the colours or at some point achieve a thing that re-brings the colour to the world. Mm. That's surprisingly linked. There's something in my head about a video game where you play Mickey Mouse with a paintbrush. 
Oh, that one. I know it. Was that Epic Mickey? Maybe. Yes, I think so. That sort of ties in, so may- maybe you find that paintbrush. Ah, you start painting the colours yourself. We have seen different versions of Mickey Mouse in Kingdom Hearts, so that is not out of the question that Epic Mickey could be there. Or, or maybe it's just that's the item that needs to be found. You need to find the magical paintbrush. Mm. The pa- magical paintbrush to give to King Michael or mm. one of the other Michaels. <laughs> King Michael. Good, solid name. <laughs> we make it a Keyblade, and then it all ties together. I was going to ask about the Keyblade. For my ones, when we get round to them, I've been trying to think of what the Keyblades look like. I had not thought about that for Shrek. <laughs> and that's one of the few things with Wizard of Oz that I can't figure out. It doesn't have to be much. It could be just like, oh, it's made of emerald because it's from Emerald City. Yeah, or it could like have the ruby slipper built into the blade bit. Yeah, yeah. I think like the head would look like one of the emerald towers. Hmm. There is something there. It will be hideously ugly. And if you have the option to change its skin, <laughs> you will do. It will be the best one in the game and you'll be forced to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Did the Keyblades have different stats? I didn't think they had different stats. They do have different stats and they often have like an ability on them. Oh, there we go. Yeah, and so if there's one ability you like, you have to play with that Keyblade even if you don't like the design oh that would be great it looks hideous but you have to <laughs> yeah like the honeypot keyblade from really the Pooh makes like honey noises and bees come out it's also useless what is a honey noise like squelchy noise it's like oh <laughs> yeah, it's it's not great. Maybe I'm wrong about honey noises, but yeah, it's... Honey spout keyblade. Yeah. That looks awful. <laughs> yep. Luckily, it's completely useless unless you're playing randomizer where, because everything's randomized, it could be the best keyblade you got. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Thanks, I hate it. No, <laughs> so, yeah, I think the wonderful world of Oz has been considered. We've learned a bit about asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> right. So... I have a world that has a nice broadcast of characters, a cool villain to fight at the end, is a bit more comedic, and the art style I think would match up, and that is Donkey Kong. I don't know what the name of the world is, but I'm bringing (laughs) Donkey Kong. I did consider The Legend of Zelda on stream the other day we discussed this, but I've decided that might be too good and cheating, so I'm bringing Donkey Kong. It's pretty much one-to-one, isn't it, Zelda? Yes. (laughs) It's a bit dull. Yeah. (laughs) I have in my head quite a striking image. This is where I started for both of my answers. What Sora, Donald, and Goofy will look like in the world. Oh, I want to hear this. And you get to pick different primates slash monkeys for each of the characters. Yeah? Guess so. You could move them around a bit. I kind of want to give Goofy an orangutan, like Lanky Kong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Sold. Yeah. Yeah, that suits him. Donald's quite small, so a chimp-sized Kong suits him in terms of scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the one that's hardest to settle on is Sora. We'd get left with Gorilla, but that doesn't really fit. But... Having looked at the Monsters Inc. ward from Kingdom Hearts 3, they just make, like, Sora furry and give him a weird haircut. So everyone will love furry Sora, so we just do that again, (laughs) but with the gorilla fur rather than monster fur. What about, like, a long-nosed Obino or whatever it's called? Okay. Yeah, because we can pull from other monkeys, I guess. We don't have to keep to what the Kongs are. The ones that just go, ooh, 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 (laughs) (laughs) Has anyone been a baboon? Or a baboon's good. (laughs) That would make sense for Donald, surely, because he's (laughs) only wearing a shirt the whole time. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Donald's a baboon. And that means Sora gets to be a chimp, and that allows him to be the the cool one, like Diddy Kong, who I hate. And that means DK can call Sora his little buddy. Yeah, he's <laughs> want to do, I believe, with Diddy Kong. <laughs> I actually like the idea. Then, like, you enter the DK universe, and you're actually quite small. DK is huge. Yeah, he's nice and big. <laughs> Absolutely massive. <laughs> I mean, King K Rule is massive canonically. Mm. Yeah, K Rule is huge. Like Chunky Kong has to face him one on one. You could make like Donald or Goofy a Zard. Is that what they call? What the... A little croc. Oh, what are the main enemy lizards called? I think they're Zards. I haven't played enough Donkey Kong to tell you. I'm basing it a lot on DK64 because that's the best DK game. And I know there are a lot of other ones. A lot of the ones that people really like and enjoy. But... That spends a lot of time with the characters in a 3D space. Kremlings. That's it, Kremlings. Ah, Kremlings, yes. (laughs) On Wikipedia, the list of Kremlings goes... Obviously, King K. Rule is the first listed one. The next one is Clump. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Noise. Love myself a bit of Clump. (laughs) They get more sensible after that. Oh, Claptrap is one of them, apparently. Oh, oh my no. God. He's back. Yeah, crossover with Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, I started with this image of what the team will look like in DK. Mm. And then it sort of blew 
loomed on me that they have enough going on in their world to like fit a world to have a final boss a main conflict things to collect the keyblade where the teeth of the key are is a banana with the back of the curve <laughs> touching the main like tree stalk or whatever that the, the main stalk of the key is on that point you have a very important question based on that mm. point as we've just discussed winnie the pooh world has a disgusting sound for a food-based yep. keyblade what is the disgusting sound that your <laughs> banana blade makes oh man what as if you're slipping on a board. <laughs> yeah, but it, does it make a slipping noise or does it make a, like a crisp peeling noise when you hit them? <laughs> I hate both of these. The other option for the Keyblade, certainly in the animated series of Donkey Kong. Excuse me. <laughs> they care a lot about the crystal coconut. Right. <laughs> I assume that's also the case in the uh, video games. I have not seen the animated series. That's where most of my knowledge is coming from. <laughs> <laughs> And so instead of the crystal coconut, you're defending or you're trying to recapture the crystal keyblade. Okay, because in DK64, golden bananas are a big deal, if I remember correctly. Uh, there's lots of other colours of bananas as well, but the golden ones are important. Crystal coconut is definitely like a key thing. I think it has the power to grant wishes or something stupid. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Overpowered as shit. <laughs> I'm unsure on who should join the team, who should be the companion. Like, sometimes you do get the main protagonist, like maybe it's DK, but like, Diddy's quite popular within the series. I like Diddy. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Diddy, but he might be the correct answer. So I think the main problem with like DK being the main character is actually a language problem. <laughs> uh, subtitles. Everyone will just make monkey noises and there'll be subtitles and the cast will be able to understand them. Or you go back to the animated series where they all have voices. Oh. Or even DK. Donkey Kong just sounds like a teenager. <laughs> I think in Tarzan, Jane interpreted but I can't remember. Oh, I totally forgot Tarzan was a thing. Because I don't think he's been mentioned yet. Can I pitch that Funky Kong is the companion? <laughs> well, I want Funky Kong to star, but I wasn't considering him as the companion. As a result of the existence of Funky Kong and the instruments in 64, this is potentially also another musical world. Another rhythm. <laughs> you do have to have the Congo controllers in order to play this game. Yeah, the Congo drums. Were they called? Donkey Konga was the name of the game. Yeah, the Donkey Konga drums. They came out after 64. So there's already a musical element and then they added that in. But yeah, having rhythm game where you have to plug in the bongos is... Yeah, I'm done with that. <laughs> oh my word. If you call your characters like Sora Kong, Goofy Kong... <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Donald Kong's already DK. Yeah. Oh my god. So good. You can do a new DK rap. <laughs> Donald Kong! <laughs> I mean, they don't have to be... So in The Lion King, Donald was still a bird and Goofy was... I can't remember what Goofy was. Goofy was Goofy. But Sora was a lion. Yeah. So they don't have to be Kongs, but I do like them being Kongs. Yes. Goofy was a turtle, oh. obviously. <laughs> ah, yes. The other reason I was drawn to DK64 specifically is there's a set of different weapons they have which allow for different attacks. Like, whichever character you pick as a companion. Yeah, that's true. Like, Diddy's got the, the peanut pistols or whatever. Donkey's got a coconut gun, etc. Also, I am now remembering the fact that a lot of the DK games have a lot of, like, animal companions that you temporarily transform into to do sections of the game. Yeah. Mm. So if you want to, like mix it up a bit you can have those sections included in their own way little rhino to run around a bit that's pretty cool my memory of the dk games was it was a platformer mainly a lot of them are side-scrolling platformers yeah mm. but even those ones do have barrels you jump into and like turn into a rhino for a bit yeah mm. barrels are great barrels you jump into barrels you jump into and they fly you across the map shoot you off <laughs> yeah that's a good fast travel i also like k rule as a villain not only is he huge like we have a lot of evil villains who have got these long thought out plans we've got xehan or maleficent's trying to be sneaky or whatever it's good sometimes just to have like a big beefy lad who's not got the best plan and you just get to go ham on he just wants to rule congo bongo island yeah i think that's what it's called by the way oh, also i think cave rule and pete I think they get along. <laughs> yeah, that would add up. They'd either get along or they would absolutely not get along. Yes. They'd either be best mates or they'd be rivals. Nothing in between. In Cranky Kong, you have a wizened old master that yep. can give useful advice as well, which is quite nice. I do not know what impact the setting would have on the series as a whole. I feel it'd be quite... It doesn't need to have impact on the series as a whole. Yeah, doesn't have to. <laughs> Sometimes they do. The best ones do. Like we mentioned how some of them have a character who becomes more important in the overall thing. Some of them are quite self-contained and i think donkey kong is one of those it's in its own little coconut it's a nice delicious milk in the middle oh gosh the world symbol could be a coconut
coconut. Yeah. Hey, I mean, maybe Xehanort needs the crystal coconut to achieve his evil plans, and King K. rules just a distraction as far as Xehanort's concerned. Maybe Xehanort needs to gnaw tiny. Sometimes it's just like, oh yeah, they're here, like, investigating something about hearts. They're just, like, doing some research. Yeah. <laughs> like, can Baymax grow a heart? <laughs> Is a monkey heart the same as a human heart? <laughs> what does a heartless monkey look like? <laughs> that has a tie-in from Wizard of Oz. The flame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they try and find a princess of heart, and it turns out to be like Tiny Kong or whatever, or or what's what's the other famous Lady Kong? Candy Kong. No, uh, Dixie Kong. Wow, Donkey Kong passed the vegetable test. <laughs> Donkey Kong passed the They don't just talk about a man; they talk about bananas. Absolute yeah. champion. <laughs> That's the, they go to the Donkey Kong world. They try to extract the world's heart or whatever, and it turns out it's just a really big banana. <laughs> That's it. That's all you're getting. Actually, it's two bananas curved together to make a heart shape. Oh, that's good. Mm. I'm not sure how many Kingdom Hearts games passed the vegetable test. I think it's probably one or two. That's still pretty good. The main (laughs) issue is the the female lead talks about the male lead a lot. Mm. Yeah, it's like, I'm looking for Sora. I hope Sora is not in trouble. That's the main reason for including DK, is so that Kingdom Hearts 4 could pass the vegetable test. (laughs) Namora couldn't do it. It's just Dixie Kong and her sister Tiny Kong. I think they're sisters. Or Candy Kong could also turn up. Uh, Just talking about bananas. (laughs) This episode is sponsored by itself. How is that possible? It's my show. I can do what I want. Okay, but seriously, if you're listening to this episode, then chances are you're using a podcast app. And if you're using a podcast app, chances are that that app has a rating system. And if that app has a rating system, chances are you haven't rated this podcast yet. You've probably heard other shows say this, but rating this show five stars really helps us out. It lets us know that you're enjoying the content and also gives us a boost in the background statistics that the algorithm uses to decide what to show new listeners. Spotify and Apple Podcasts are the big two for this stuff, so if your app doesn't provide a rating system, then if you would be so lovely as to hop on over to one of those and rate us five stars over there, it would be huge for us. And if you tweet us, at Hexagorgon, with a screenshot of your five-star review, then I will personally respond to your tweet for as long as that is reasonably feasible. And that's my groveling done for now, so let's head back through the door to darkness. Did somebody mention the door to darkness? I think we're on a path that we could make our own Kingdom Hearts game with these worlds at the moment. Yeah, because yes. we've got the fairy tale link from Shrek to Oz, and now the monkey link from Oz to Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to derail that right now. Okay. And that pun is entirely intended because I'd like to take us to Thomas the Tank Engine World. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Excuse me. Put Sora's face on a train. Oh, oh, God. Okay. Put Donald's face on a helicopter. Oh, Oh, that'd be good, yeah. Again, you were talking about railroading and this is very railroady if Sora is literally on a train. Yep, pun entirely intended. I'm railroading the hell out of this. So I'm not sure what is more like a weird game thing. A, the fact that you're a train, or B, if you actually came into the Thomas the Kent Engine world as a human, in which you don't really move. You just sort of sit there and do once every five seconds stop motion. <laughs> well, you could like hop on a train and have fights on the trains and stuff, you know, like the hearts are trying to take over Thomas. Quick, hop onto Thomas as he's getting to his destination and beat up the heartless. Oh no, let Thomas get naughted. Thomas oh. gets naughted. Oh no. In the Thomas the Tank Engine world, the people aren't animated. Yeah. They just stand there. They don't move. <laughs> I haven't seen the more recent ones, so I don't know where it is. Oh, that isn't canon, Jamie. We're already ruling okay, that out. That, that's allowed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking that the gameplay could be like one of those mobile runner games where you've got like three paths, and so the train has like three train lines. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you just hop from one to the other. That's know. definitely how trains work, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's another rhythm game. We're just playing an audio show. Yeah, we're just playing Temple Run. But You're asking Square Enix to make a mobile game with mobile game mechanics. I think they're on board already because they love doing that. So They've probably already made it. <laughs> and of course, the best solution to whatever baddie we have is break them up at the end. So bring them in time. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking we make the baddie the fat controller, to be honest. I mean, my favourite Thomas character is Diesel. The bad guy. Oh, yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah. I'd forgotten there was a bad guy in Thomas. I'm not gonna... <laughs> I, I, I don't know if they're even the canonical bad guys. He is. Was that because they were steam trains and the author was just like, oh, 
these newfangled diesel trains, they're worse than evil. It's not like the traditional railway, which has nice steam trains. Almost certainly. <laughs> and that does bring up the question of, so Sora is a steam train. Well, of course, they're, they're the good guys. So yeah, yeah. what is Goofy? Is Goofy a diesel train? He's a carriage. They could be carriages. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That asks so many questions. Or... Donald and Goofy could be the guard and the driver. I was thinking that one of them could be shoveling coals into Sora's open fire. (laughs) (laughs) Does Sora still have his hair? Obviously. Is he a steam train with Sora's face and spiky hair and out of the spiky hair the spouts there? Sora is the most emo train you have ever seen. It also presents the question of, and it kind of also sorts itself out because the concept of what does the keyblade look like also doesn't make any sense. (laughs) You just don't need a keyblade. Yeah. It's your train keys yeah the one time that Sora doesn't wield it you've got Donald as the driver of the train plugging the keyblade into Sora to get him functioning I was gonna say on Sora you know on the side of a train where you've got the wheels and there's the bars that connect the wheels that like move with them yeah yeah. you just make those keys oh yeah that would work wouldn't it that would look quite cool yeah so when like Sora and friends usually arrive on the world, is there like a transformation sequence where they change into the world appropriate look? No, they, they just they just show up in the mode. They show up there because <laughs> there's a spell that makes the worlds orderly or something. Okay, thank God. <laughs> they wander through a portal, Donald and Goofy, and they're like, oh, okay, I guess we're just still ourselves. Where's Sora? And Sora's <laughs> like, I'm right here. They pan over to what looks like a wall and we zoom out to a whole train. <laughs> 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 it's just Sora, emo hair intact. <laughs> The fact that there isn't a transformation sequence probably means that the game can be at least kept at a 12A and doesn't reach the 15 to 18 bracket. Because let's be real, that would be disgusting. On the 12A, we get one fuck. <laughs> I think this is where Bear would want to remind us of an image on the internet where Thomas's central piece comes out. Yeah. With the face on the end of it. And uh, that, that would be the transformation sequence. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Let's not do that. Maybe that's how Sora exits the world at some point. Like, there's an end of a train line where they have a full stop but Sora piles towards it at full speed he slams into it and just a fully formed boy Sora just slops out of the like face first just keeps firing out of the train and leaves this husk of a train (laughs) so do we even need a companion on this world if we're doing a different style of game where like Sora's the train Donald and Goofy are the carriages or the people driving the train we can meet the other characters but I don't think there's a space for a companion there right you just just meet the other characters along the way I suppose you'd have Heli the helicopter if you're a train. Yeah, that's. I was assuming like Donald was in that space if we were all doing different vehicles, but it sounds best not to do different vehicles because if everyone's on rails, <laughs> how do you like facilitate multiple characters in a space? Well, then you've just got like when they're in the fights normally they're just hanging around doing their own powers and stuff and so the helicopter just floating around during the the subway surfer style runner yeah and donald just occasionally fires some spells and does some things which you can buy with microtransactions (laughs) of course yeah and they're nfts let's not give them any ideas (laughs) don't worry square already has these terrible ideas oh no i don't know what goofy is in that scenario is he just a car along the side or something Mm. he could be a carriage if we're doing if we're doing them all being vehicular he's either a carriage or he's the guard i think it's funnier to have them in crew him yeah inside sora <laughs> yes it asks a lot of questions that i don't want to answer here and i don't want kingdom hearts to answer either be very careful with your googles <laughs> and goofy inside sora yeah mm. <laughs> yes harry's inside me already so you know there we go yeah there are a lot of people inside other people in kingdom hearts normally in their hearts yeah oh we'll be all right then oh that actually might be an interesting plot line because are they still inside people um, uh, some of them might be most of them have got out but the idea is that Sora has lots of connections in his heart or something. I mean, they also do time travel sometimes, so we'll just go backwards in the next game until we're inside people again. Because I was just like, the idea is that, like, Goofy and Donald actually have a conversation with the people inside Sora in the train carriages. Okay. They're just passengers. <laughs> yeah, the passengers inside. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe that that's the way they find out there's another person inside someone. The train carriages are like the nice stained glass stuff that you see when you're inside someone's heart and they look really fancy. Yeah, mm. it's a really nice nice train carriage oh you're gonna take all of the they're called stations aren't they oh my gosh the stations of awakening could be the train stations you're going to (gasps) they're like big circle stained glass platforms that you fight heartless on or whatever but they're called things like station of awakening station of whatever and you just take those bits of imagery from them make them the windows of the carriage make the inside of the carriage nice and plush and have all the people inside sora in the yeah all works 
Also, there's some scope here to connect worlds via Thomas stuff. The new way of traveling instead of a gummy ship is that you travel by Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you complete a world, you have to become a train to get to the next one. <laughs> you unlock the points with your keyblade. Yeah. In that case, I feel like you would have Thomas be the character doing it mm. at that point rather than Sora being the train, but it is an option. I do like the image of Sora being a train, though. <laughs> Very silly to make him have to transform into a vehicle every time they change worlds. You go to the Thomas world to free Thomas so that you can then use Thomas to traverse between worlds. Oh, okay. So you need to become a train once because then you unlock a train. Yeah. You become a train in the Thomas world and then save him and now Thomas is the gummy ship. That makes sense. Because the gummy ship sucks. If we've replaced it with a train. It's still exactly the same. We've not changed the mechanics. We've just changed the design. <laughs> still a non-rail shooter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thomas gets a gun. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> just Donald and Goofy hanging out each of the windows with a gun each. <laughs> with, with like a Glock and an Uzi. Yeah. <laughs> Like Tommy guns. Oh, is Sora piloting it at that point, or does Sora have like a turret that pops out of like the steam funnel? <laughs> oh jeez! Thomas is like, oh, I've got a secret weapon. It's like, ee, ee, and this like turret appears out the top. <laughs> <laughs> So we've clearly discussed something which is like a small bit of the British world of Thomas the Tank Engine. It has managed to market itself abroad, but it is this quintessentially voiced by Ringo, wasn't it? It was. Really weird. Um, And I'm going to bring something that's a bit more modern than Thomas. But I'm going to go with the claymation of Wallace and Gromit. Oh. Now, the thing that I find really great, because we were just talking about the gummy ship. Yeah. Is that the way these guys are introduced is that as you're flying between worlds, you get smacked into by Wallace and Gromit on their return trip from the moon to get cheese. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. The best Wallace and Gromit. It's the original. Is it the first one? Oh. Yeah, it's the first one. Oh, okay. I did oh, not man. know the order they came out in. If you watch the animation, it is clearly the worst. <laughs> oh, right. It's still my favourite. Yeah, Grand Dale is the first one. Of course it is. You're, just, you're doing your normal rail shooter, then from off screen, what the hell is that? It just smacks into you <laughs> mid-game, and you get spiralled off into, into, into their world. And you get out the gummy ship, and everyone's claymation suddenly. Yeah. I think it's quite funny there, because you've again got Gromit and Goofy that are just both dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Gromit is a very personalised dog. He can't speak but he's otherwise yeah. incredibly animated but then there's oh, yeah. Goofy there be like gosh <laughs> what's up with this dumb dog <laughs> Goofy will be used to it he's used to Pluto oh that's yeah. true we're all going to have that conversation that's a weird conversation mm. <laughs> yeah owning a dog hanging out with another dog <laughs> yeah let's not <laughs> But you know, I think I think so. The, the Watson Gromit universe is a wide variety of interesting bad guys that come into this. Like the next animated section of them was the Rock and Trousers, which clearly has the beautiful penguin train sequence. Oh, if you haven't seen that sequence, you have to look it up. It's one of the best pieces of animated television possibly ever. <laughs> Wait a second, we were just talking about trains. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, they turn up and in the model train set in Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> That's really Maybe good. Maybe this is to differentiate between the, the latest Final Fantasy where they're all on cars. It's like, no, we're all public transit oriented in the Kingdom Hearts universe. <laughs> yeah, it's all trains and buses. There's the evil dog in a close shave. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm trying to work out which profession of Wallace and Gromit is the one that they end up doing. I mean, you can potentially just do a mashup. Some worlds are set in a specific time and a specific part of the story we know. Some worlds fit in between the stories we know. And some of them are just the general idea. Just vibes, yeah. And you could just do Wallace and Gromit in general. Like, as you mentioned, you start with potentially the gummy ship being knocked out of route by a grand day out. And then it leads into fighting the penguin in the wrong trousers. Goofy should be in wrong trousers. Oh, Goofy getting into the wrong trousers. That is good. Or maybe Donald's better, just because of the fact the size is weird. I think Donald gets a haircut in a close shave. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, wait. Donald is finally tempted by his evil bird cousin, the penguin. Oh. And considers temporarily leaving his allegiance with Sora and Goofy to sort of flirt with the darkness. And then they have to bring Donald back. Because the penguin's like a famous criminal, right? Who's doing heists and stuff. Yeah. He's doing the crimes. He is is Feathers McCaw. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this chicken in a wanted poster? What a good image. We do have a certain amount of creative freedom here, and I appreciate that Claymation takes a long time to do, so we might need to catch up with them. But there is a currently untitled Wilson Gromit film coming out in 2024. Ooh. So we do have the option to really kind of do as we wish and just have to get them to update the animation. 
But um, otherwise... I think you can do claymation in CG quite well. You can make it look like it, certainly. I think they still do claymation for a lot of stuff, but clearly for some things like the were-rabbit, they didn't claymation the fur. Yeah, it was a combo, I believe, in were-rabbit. By the way, realised how old I was, were-rabbit came out in 2005. Yeah, Ooh. I know, right? <laughs> I've just aged a thousand years from talking about that. <laughs> I knew there was a new one, but I didn't realise... I say a new one, it came out in 2008. 2008. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think, I think it's a nice little cute world. The threat level in it is incredible. Low. I think the threat level in a lot of Kingdom Hearts worlds pretty low. The penguin steals Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I, I don't know, because like Alice in Wonderland is surprisingly dark. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, people are technically getting stabbed. That's the only one where you're actually killing real people. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean does feel really different to the rest of them in terms of the vibes I get in the Pirates bits compared to the rest. Yeah. Like, a lot of them are quite whimsical, cartoony, and then you just go to this place and it's just not. I mean, it's still fun, but, like, it's not the same. I mean, you've got Jack Sparrow being a goof, but, yeah, still. But the style there is still kind of cartoony and whimsical. Gosh. You've just been stabbed. Like, <laughs> Gosh, I just killed a man. <laughs> it's okay, we're going to get real boy Sora in Kingdom Hearts 4. We've seen the trailer. Yeah, real boy. That's a choice. Mm. It is definitely a choice. <laughs> My favourite image about Wallace and the Gromit... Wallace and Wallace the Gromit? Is if you've got Gromit as the companion, it only makes sense for Wallace to be the damsel. Oh, of course. Yes. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Wallace is a princess. He is, absolutely he is. One of the princesses of heart is Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. Wait a second. It's just all of the villains. All of the villains have formed their own league to get back at Wallace, and they've they've kidnapped Wallace, and now you and Gromit have to save Wallace from the penguin, the dog. You know what? It does actually make sense that what Wallace and Gromit will be parodying will be superhero films. Yeah. There is one very small problem here, being that the villain in The Curse of the Were-Rabbit is Wallace. Oh, yeah. Spoilers for Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Well, no, it's the one where he's a villain, but it was... Well, he is the Were-Rabbit, right? Yeah, he's the Were-Rabbit, Again, spoilers for Curse of the Were-Rabbit. But there's a human who's a bad guy in that one, right? Well, they want to kill the Were-Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. They are framed as the bad guy, but they are just trying to save the town from this Curse of the Were-Rabbit, and Gromit's like, no, you'll kill my friend, or owner, or whatever relationship they have. (laughs) Was there a villain in Agrandaya, or is it just like they had a nice trip to the moon? It's the robot, right? The robot is kind of a villain, but he's also, I feel bad for him. He's just trying to protect the moon? No, he wants, he's lonely, and bored, and stuff, and he wants... He wants a friend. Oh. So, it doesn't have your traditional there's a villain we have to overcome sort of situation in the end they get away from the moon and he gets left with some of the wreckage from their rocket and turns them into skis and now has something to do yes oh lovely instead Sora could stay on the moon and be his friend yeah teach him about friendship and then he'd become a summon that's the end of Kingdom Hearts 4 Sora stays on the moon that's the end of Kingdom Hearts (laughs) (laughs) the robot by definition of being a robot would be heartless Mm. I mean that's the thing with is it the tin man who needs a heart i lose track of which one of those yeah the tin man yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we have evidence from other worlds that canonically now flattened by a house <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the Tin Man is in that situation a nobody because oh. nobodies do have bodies but don't have hearts oh. and heartless do have hearts. Right. Don't worry about it. Oh, great. That's what? No, I hate it. God damn it, Kingdom Hearts. Yep. Good. Moving on. <laughs> a nobody and a heartless are the two offshoots. Like, they're the two things that you break down into, right? When you're, yes. Like, heart is removed? Is that No, not removed is not the right word, but yeah. <laughs> you die. <laughs> yes. And if you have a very strong soul for some reason, which everyone from Organization 13 does then you come back as a nobody and you have like an identity i'm trying to put an x in wallace's name and mix the letters around and i can't work it out like wallace as a member of organization 13 oh i see laxu <laughs> laxan there's two a's uh laxau <laughs> <laughs> there we go we're just, we're just putting both a's in the same place okay fair enough i couldn't want to think it out quickly so i just extended my a <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you for bringing up wallace and Gromit. it's lovely to think about yes. if nothing else like, it's just good british family friendly humor it's just a good time for everyone wallace and Gromit. i will probably end up going and watching a grand day out after this it is only 23 minutes long is it really probably took them the better part of a year and a half to film yeah, yeah. <laughs> it takes them so long to create because it's all stop motion but it's so good 
They should do that for every frame of the game. <laughs> they should actually literally claymate every frame that possibly could exist in this game. <laughs> right, so we just brought up Organisation 13 and their cool-ass trench coats. Or is that cool-ass trench coats? Mm. <laughs> Where are you going? What, what are you doing with ass trench coats? <laughs> well, we all know trench coats are cool. And ass trench coats are cooler. And yeah. my final answer, I would like to take Sora and his friends to the world of the Matrix, oh. which also is the real world, but we'll figure that out. Okay. I mentioned that I started both of my things with a very strong image of what the characters will look like. Yep. And you know how there's a main three characters Mm. in the team of Neo Morpheus Trinity? Yeah. So we get to have Sora in the cloth trench coat with the Neo glasses. We get to have Goofy in the Morpheus leather trench coat with a katana. And then we get Donald in a PVC skin tie outfit, but only from the waist up. <laughs> I've made my decision. Thank you very much. Oh my word. It's a look. <laughs> the fan fiction is real. <laughs> mm. Now, there's quite a few things I like about The Matrix. I got there via things like the trench coats and so on for the sort of feel of things. But I remember scenes in Kingdom Hearts 2 when you're in. Is it virtual Twilight Town or is it fake Twilight Town? Simulated Twilight Town. Simulated Twilight Town, thank you. So you're in a simulation of a world and nobody starts showing up and it's like really glitchy. There's lots of bits where things are kind of going a bit wrong and glitchy and they're showing up. And I think that fits in with the Matrix as a way of having enemies show up in that world that could be kind of excused away within the plot. Because, I mean, there are ghosts and werewolves and stuff, right? Like these nobody showing up as weird glitches is going to... like people are going to go with it and they're going to fight them yeah a lot of the worlds we've been to are not necessarily the most combat oriented but we can have the characters actually fighting here mostly just fighting in fact (laughs) how do we deal with gun Gunblade, obviously. <laughs> yeah, so the Keyblade's a Gunblade. Sora's Keyblade can deflect bullets like a lightsaber. Yeah, guns exist in the setting. Do they? Yeah. Oh. Oh, is it one of the Final Fantasy things? Yeah, Zigbar, one of the antagonists, has a gun. Classic. Instead of, like, Donald being a wizard, and instead of being a wizard, he just pulls out different types of guns. As he just <laughs> yeah. Gets a bazooka out at some point. <laughs> also, there's a moment in the Kingdom Hearts series that really sticks out to me, where you have to fight, like, an endless horde of Heartless. Yes. There's like a counter. I see where this is going. They do it really well because the distance of the fight has Heartless you can't interact with and it's just the ones you like go near that are actually like loaded in as enemies to fight. This was back in the PS2 where there's absolutely no way you could fight a thousand Heartless. Mm. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, So there's a scene in the second Matrix movie (laughs) called the Burly Brawl where Neo fights an endless horde of Smiths and there we go. It lines up. You can have an endless (laughs) horde of Heartless agents. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. I don't know who the... companion is it might be morpheus i don't think it's neo i think you have to be doing things around the plot rather than doing the main plot because a lot of that is neo going and doing things himself yeah i mean a lot of the tron world is just Sora and tron kind of hanging out and doing various side events yeah there's also another option which is for it to be a prequel to the first matrix where you have got to team up with Morpheus to find Neo. Ooh. Oh, that's quite good. You're one of the Morpheus's other thought-to-be-chosen people <laughs> that just leaves. <laughs> yeah, you find Sora, you do whatever he's doing with you, and then you have to leave, and that's when you can have the start of Matrix 1 sort of entwined into it. And that's when a plot point gets revealed as you're leaving that Goofy was the one the whole time. <laughs> yes. Oh, of course, yeah. Because of the existence of things like uh, the Tron world, which I believe in setting happens inside a computer, and simulated Twilight Town, there is also scope for the Matrix to be in-universe. They have to go into it. So, like, if you turn up in the world, you could turn up in the real and have to go in. Hmm. There's definitely, like, the option as well for the transition to the next world to be, like, you're in the Matrix, you exit the Matrix at some point, and there's probably a few sequences in whatever the outside world is called. Hmm. But at some point, you exit the Matrix and turn up in whatever the next world is, and you're like, we're not in the Matrix. What? We're not in Kansas anymore. Oh my Yeah, gosh. we're not in the Matrix anymore, and there's four sets of feet under this house. <laughs> it all comes full circle. And this phone booth, because you have to use a phone to get out. Oh, yeah, you know. Don't worry about that. Uh, there's also another scene that i think would work as a kind of cool boss arena and that's also in the second matrix there's the scene up at the merovingians chateau 
in the room full of weapons where they have the, like, the weapon fight with all the swords and the walls and the maces and the spears and stuff. Oh, yeah. And that's like this cool sort of set piece action fight you can have. Mm-hmm. There are so many good set piece action fights. It's almost too much choice. Yeah. I mean, it is a very fight orientated franchise. Yes. Again, I've had multiple ideas about where in the series you fit it. And because I like the things in the second Matrix, it might be a bit of a mashup. <laughs> I like the set pieces in the second Matrix but like the idea of finding the one and discovering the one of the first one is kind of important so it might be a bit could be a world that you come back to a couple of times every now and then you see a phone ringing in one of the worlds (laughs) (laughs) like better answer this phone i guess into the matrix it does make sense as like a challenge world yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. As in, like, yeah, if you find phones, you go into the phones and do the challenge thing in those worlds. Yeah, and the, the plot sort of happens in little stages as you go. Yeah, yeah. That kind of works. I like that. Because uh, otherwise you bring into question where Sora, Donald and Goofy all get slapped into a car and there's just, which pill do you want? It's like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in Wonderland. Well, we've already been there. <laughs> yeah, or you do the reverse and you have them wake up from Kingdom Hearts into the real world. <laughs> that could be a weird, like, do you want to continue? option of like which pill do you want to take no I've still got stuff to do take the blue pill or yes I'm ready to move on take the red one <laughs> the video games I'm aware of that are set in the matrix I'm trying to remember if they ever did use the continue yes no pill option I don't think they did it's such an easy one to one surely no I think Path of Neo started with the pill and yes. if you chose the blue pill you just ended the game <laughs> just like game over come on be a protagonist please that's the speedrun strat right there that's the any percent any end I assume also you get to add quick time events to Kingdom Hearts by using bullet time. Yes. Or they could just be like part of the fight is you just go... Yeah, but like making them like animated, you know, you zoom in, start slowly, bend on over. If you press the button within time, you'd actually do the bullet time dodge. And if you don't, you just get shot <laughs> and take some of damage. There's also <laughs> scope for Sora being here to learn some new techniques and train under the characters and develop the ability to bullet time, yeah. which you can then use as a combat thing in later stuff. Whenever someone does a horizontal sword attack, you get to bullet time under it. Yeah. I guess Sora could also learn how to stop bullets by holding up his hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rematch against Zigbar is just like <laughs> just like no <laughs> we brought Zigbar back just so we could do the Matrix so like oh no Zigbar shot me and I had to leave let me go and learn how to stop bullets right now I can handle Zigbar yeah. yeah it is the kind of world that Zigbar would show up in and be very cool in agent suits members of the resistance trench coats and organization 13 coats kind of all just lend all fit together like there's scenes in a lot of the side games of cityscapes and so on like Sora, most of Sora's journeys in the mainline games are to like whimsical worlds or whatever, but there's definitely cityscapes and stuff happening in those spaces. In like uh, 356, no, 365. No. 356. No. 356 over two. 358. 358. Oh! <laughs> 358 over two days. I swear it has like city sections in it that kind of feel like the final confrontation between Neo and Smith in terms of like the vibe of like a city in the rain. Are you thinking about, like, the city sections in The World That Never Was? It might be. The slight problem with this is that by going into the Matrix, as in into the Matrix, the world becomes the real world, which is a choice. Kingdom Hearts <laughs> is the real world. I mean, A, Sora's already in a real world or a video game. We're not entirely sure. So there's already that fuckery happening currently. <laughs> so let's just do it again. Commit. Sure, let's just double down on it. <laughs> I've got it. They go into Tron and then in Tron, they find the Matrix and they go into the Matrix. And find Tron. And then they go one deeper and they have to put a thought into someone's head to sell their father's company <laughs> and then hang on a minute <laughs> i'm just referencing inception it's okay yeah 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 okay <laughs> that's what i thought but yeah you can either have it as a world or as a simulation that they have to go into you can do either um this started with the goof about donald in pvc but <laughs> yeah. now it's a whole idea Oh, you can have an existential conversation with Agent Smith about purpose that drives you and Kingdom Hearts. Okay, Xehanort, who is totally still the villain. Yeah, but definitely <laughs> the villain all the time. Yeah. yeah, obviously. And Agent Smith can have that conversation between them. And Xehanort can try and gnaw Smith, and Smith can try and absorb Xehanort. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> they just swap bodies. They just swap bodies, yes. <laughs> they both succeed. Xehanort is not the only person who has tried transferred his soul over the years so mm. that's still gonna happen even though xehanort is actually not the villain of kingdom hearts anymore t 
TM. That's the plot twist, my dude. What a better plot twist than telling you that you're going to come up with a new villain and then just instead it was the same villain the whole time. <laughs> it could be that you're having to follow the villains to the Matrix because they're trying to naught the one. Oh. And that's why you team up with Morpheus to find the one and you're in a race against time before the bad guys find the one to naught him. It's a very good verb. <laughs> I really like that idea. So obviously we've got to have that. So that's got to be that winner. But also I want Wallace and Gromit. I really want Thomas the Tank Engine. I really want DK. I really want Oz. And I really want Shrek. So I think you've just made a Kingdom Hearts game here. So I'm going to announce the winner as everyone. Every single idea is in the game. Congratulations. Kingdom Hearts 4 is this. Oh, it's not even a Christmas special. What is this? <laughs> what, what, what happened? Did Square employ the designers of Yu-Gi-Oh? And they were like, every idea goes in, I guess. I mean, have you played a Kingdom Hearts game? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. There are no bad ideas. <laughs> Uh, what prize are you forcing us to share then? <laughs> so to continue our jar trilogy, as we were going to do from the last two episodes, <laughs> I was going to give a gar of gummies to the winner. A gar so, of gummies. Oh. <laughs> of gummies for your gummy ship. So you're going to have to share that, which is probably all right, honestly. Like you can have some sweets each. Oh, we can all make our own slightly smaller gummy ship to yeah. combine <laughs> together into a larger gummy yeah. ship. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Kingdom Hearts 4 <laughs> colon wins stupid prizes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not an unreasonable name for a Kingdom Hearts game, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to keep up to date with everything we do, your best bet is to follow us on social media. We're at Hexagorgon on Twitter, and we're Hexagorgon FB, no spaces, on Facebook. And if you'd like to support us, financially, you could either donate to our Ko-Fi, which is Hexagorgon, or subscribe to us on Twitch if that's more your speed, which is Hexagorgon Live. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Well, you'll, you'll see us. Well, not C, exactly. Ah, you get the idea. So, yeah, so no one needs to play Kingdom Hearts 4 anymore because we've just told you the plot during yeah. this well, episode. We didn't say which <laughs> sequence they were in. You have, to, but, you have to play the game to find out oh, what order we do. Do you know what's in the box? And who's Zigbar, who is Luxu, who is Break? Do you know what they're going to do next? Because I don't, and I'm excited to not find out in this one, but have the answers teased to me so that I'll play the next 15 games. You will have to play all of the mobile spin-offs to find out the true ending. I know. Will Kyrie finally get character development? No. No, gosh, she'll, no. she'll be off training with Aqua. <laughs> the other what or the other like three major women in this game so they'll probably just be ignored for the entire game <laughs> it's great i love this series <laughs>